COVID-19, protest, civil unrest, police brutality, systematic racism, and a plunging economy. 184 weeks into Trump's presidency, and we gotta get him the fuck out of there. We're back. What's really, really, what's really, 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 really good. You are now tuned in to the WRR podcast. Breaking news at the border overnight. Who is behind us? Answer, and you sit here and you spin and you lie to my face. I really don't care. Do you? What's really, really, my peoples? You already know what it is. It's your boy, your host, your peoples, your fam, me, Joe Sabes, and we're back. We're back with another episode of What's Really, Really. Due to popular demand, I was receiving requests. I was getting hit up. Like, yo, you gotta bring the show back. So for you, I gotta do that. You're the real MVP. You're the real MVP. And for anybody that's new to the show, this is a hip-hop-themed political podcast where we break down the issues for the masses in a signature one, two, three format. We tell you what the issue is, who it affects, and why you should care. So a brief check-in since the last time we were here. Uh, Let's see, Trump has been impeached. Uh, We have the COVID-19 virus that essentially shut the world down. Uh, We have civil unrest and protests in the streets due to police brutality and systematic racism that has come to a head. So essentially, the world is on fire. But with all that being said, we're less than 100 days out to the election on November 3rd. That will not solve all of our problems, but it's definitely a great start. So our first topic that we're going to break down is the Electoral College. Now the Electoral College is how we pick our presidents and whether you agree with the system or not, it is the system that we have right now. So it is best that we know it and use it accordingly. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah. So what is the Electoral College? The Electoral College, to put it in plain terms, is essentially a body of electors chosen by each state in order to vote for the president and the vice president of the United States. Now, you may be thinking, hold on, I thought we voted for the president and the vice president of the United States. Is that not what we do in a presidential election? Now, if that is your thought process, you're definitely not wrong. Now, what happens is, is that we have a representative democracy. What that means is that we have elected representatives that represent our district, county, or state. So that's why you have the United States Senate and the United States House of Representatives that make up the United States Congress. So if you take the number of representatives in Congress, which is a total of 538, you have a total of 538 electors in the Electoral College. Now, let's be clear. The electors in the Electoral College are not members of Congress. They are electors chosen by the members of Congress of your state. Now, in regards to the Electoral College, the electors that are chosen for each state is granted by the number of representatives each state has. So, Florida, New York, both have 
29 electoral college votes because they have 27 seats in the house and they have two senators giving them a total of 29 electoral college points now this is based off of population size and that is why the census is important it comes into play i know we don't want uncle sam or big brother watching over us or knowing our information however to keep it 1000 they already know all your business if you have a phone they already know all your business so if you don't want to fill up the census granted i understand everybody has their reasons however the census does allow for funding to be allocated to your state appropriately and in this case it matters in regards to voting for electors of your state so now to put it into perspective the electoral college is a body of electors chosen by each state in order to vote for the president that's now established now the reasoning for that we can get into the weeds in regards to what the founding fathers were thinking it was essentially a compromise between having a direct democracy or a representative democracy a mashup of the two you get the electoral college and of course we have the controversy of three-fifths of a man that's why you hear what's free in the background because jay-z mentioned in his verse three-fifths of a man i think's the phrase and that was established during the electoral college because slaves were not allowed to vote at that time of course they actually considered slaves three-fifths of a man and that's how they were counting the population of the states or colonies at that time so with that being said the electoral college was a system established by the forefathers of the united states it's not the best system but it's still the system that we currently use there's a lot of suggestions on how it should be fixed or changed or completely demolished but that is what we have right now in this election and as we saw in 2016 donald trump lost the popular vote but he won the electoral college so it's very very important that we do the political math last thing i'm going to leave you with hillary clinton lost wisconsin and thus gave those electoral college points to donald trump that was unexpected she lost other states like pennsylvania and michigan that when she was not expected to lose however with her losing with wisconsin which was totally a blindsided win by donald trump he was able to get more electoral college points and that's why it is so important now if you think well what do i have to do with wisconsin in wisconsin in 2016 the black vote dropped by 20 percent meaning hillary clinton lost the popular vote because of this it may not be the sole purpose but it was definitely a major factor that 20 percent of the black population that can vote didn't vote thus donald trump won the popular vote in wisconsin winning those electoral college points so everything coincides everything is a domino effect and we're going to get into that in the next topic on who does it affect okay so the electoral college affects the entire electorate on top of that it affects every single citizen and person within the united states now i say that because the electoral college is how we pick the president as i just explained and if you have a strong presidential candidate at the top of that ticket there is something called the coattail effect which is a political science term to state that if the president is a strong candidate he will affect the down ballot elections and the down ballot elections are essentially the other races 
going on at the same time of the presidential race. So you have people running for the House and people running for the Senate. With that being said, if you have a strong presidential candidate, your party will probably receive more votes for those seats if it's a strong presidential candidate. According to 538.com, which is one of my favorite resources, they state that essentially it's about 0.7% of an increase that your party will get for the down ballot tickets if you have a good candidate. Now that makes a big difference. If a Senate seat is uh, 48% to 47% in the close race, that 0.7% will tilt the edge and win that race, which could mean the difference between that president having control in both the House and the Senate, which makes a big difference. And we could go into the specifics of that in another episode, but to dig deeper into why this affects everybody in the country, as I was stating, the Congress has a House and a Senate, but your state also has a House and a Senate and the decisions that they make affect you even more. So they decide local things such as taxes, redistricting, which is another huge topic that we'll get into on another episode. But all of these things affect you directly. And whoever the president is has a domino effect on the down ballot tickets for the House and the Senate in the United States Congress. And then eventually it all trickles down to state politics and local politics where you live these are the important things to know i'll elaborate further i'm trying to give a brief bird's eye view of how this affects everyone but last and not least the next topic is why the fuck you should care and we're gonna go ahead and jump right into that all right why the fuck you should care or why you should give a fuck about the electoral college now as i explained earlier and gave examples of when people don't vote or didn't vote in wisconsin how that turned that election and i also just gave examples of how your local elections affect you directly so the reason why you should care is because for those that say your vote does not count these are examples showing how and why they count I completely understand that there's an argument to be made and there's valid points to say that one individual vote does not necessarily count or tilt an election. However, collectively, they definitely do count. And if they didn't, they wouldn't try to pass laws to try to suppress your vote. Donald Trump, the current president of the United States, yes, he's still currently the president, stated himself out of his mouth that he did not support mail-in voting because he stated if everyone that could vote does vote, then that's bad news for the Republican Party. Now, why does he say that? He states that because every time there is an election and more people vote, Democrats get more votes, meaning the country itself is more aligned with Democratic or liberal values most people are in the center you do have some conservative people and you need both in order to function properly however the suppressing of the vote is a disgrace to what america is i know there's a lot of people that feel like america is based on stolen land and that is correct but we do currently have a system that we have to work with whether you agree with it or not whether you agree with the history or not I'm not stating my own personal opinion or bias on that matter. I'm here just to let you know, this is what's going on. We should be informed because that's the way we could move forward. 
and actually build the things that we want to build and actually bring tangible results to the things that we speak about, such as making the playing field more equal and giving ourselves and the generations under us better chances. So with all that being said, I hope that makes sense. Um, it's been a minute since the last episode. For everybody that has tuned in before and was requesting for me to bring back the show, shouts out to you. For anybody that's just tuning in, shouts out to you as well. This is the What's Really Really podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Joe underscore S-A-B-E-S. That is my personal Instagram page. Follow the podcast Instagram page, which is W-R-R underscore podcast. All right. Follow us on Twitter under the same handles. I have a new show coming out called Joe Sabes Nada, so look out for that. I also do a show every Wednesday called the uh, Minority News Network or Minority News is Everything Network with my man Shadi every Wednesday. Definitely tune into my Instagram for that. And every Sunday, I do another show with my man Jazani Manai, my brother from another mother from back in the day. Uh, it's an international show. He does it straight from Nairobi, Kenya. I do it from Atlanta, Georgia here. So it's a beautiful thing. And that show is called Goon Theory, where we also speak about political topics, but we also speak about cultural topics. On the show I do on Wednesdays, we speak about both hip-hop and uh, politics, but in a more technical format. So with all that being said, follow me. You know what I'm saying? I live and breathe hip-hop and politics. That's what I do. It's who I am. I can't even help it or control it. But signing off, this is your boy, your host, your peoples, your fam, Joe Sabas. Until the next episode. Yeah. What's really, 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 really good. Really, really, really good.